Welcome to In the Middle Season 6 Podcast, baby. It's a podcast about two dads living life in the Midwest. We talk about all things fatherhood, sports, hobbies, and life's greatest conundrums. Mark. Sight. We got a couple guests besides us of today. Of course we do. It's the Super Bowl, which means oh, baby. they're back. Caleb and Allen yes. in the studio. This got, is the second annual. We do also have a special guest. So usually when we watch the Super Bowl, it's us four and us oh, four yeah. only. Yeah. No girls but, allowed. But, <laughs> but as we indicated on her very special episode, there is a particular producer who is, by all accounts, an honorary one of the boys. Part of the boys, yeah, for sure. And she has watched the last three Chiefs games with me, a.k.a. Yeah. the postseason games. We're undefeated, so welcome to the crew, producer Hannah, PH. PH. In, in the building right now. Thank you. Thank you for sitting in the chair you, today, Hannah. by the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Derek's not here. We Anything need a producer. Yeah. So <laughs> she, we need Hannah. She is the greatest of all times, I think, in the history of podcast <laughs> backup producers Absolutely. in the game right now. I no mean, doubt. Yeah. Top so one of the things, uh, too, is if you hear a little bitty voice in the, in the microphone coming over your speakers right now, I also have my little baby girl, Charlie. Yeah. Little baby She's Charlie. sitting in, the, in here in the studio today watching the game with us, right? Yeah, she said yes. <laughs> and and so she's more nonverbal. <laughs> yeah. She, you're not going to pick her up very very well on the uh, audio ver- version of this, but if you go into the Twitch, uh yeah. where where do we find that again? Uh you can find that on twitch.tv backslash in the middle underscore podcast. Gosh, it feels so long since I've done that. It's like we never left. It's like we never left. And so oh, good. Um one thing I want to do real quick is recap. We've been gone for what? Two months, two and a half almost. Correct. Yeah. We took our winter break, as we like to call it, our yes. Christmas break. Um the last and you know what? We'll just instead of burying the lead, I'm just gonna go ahead and give you guys the lead. We left last season not knowing what now number five number was gonna five. be. Uh, for my family and I, yep. and I will happily announce we have had drum roll, please. Oh, what is it? A baby girl. Oh, so uh, girl dad for the third time. Her yes. name is Margaret Ruth, Ooh. but we call her Maggie. Or uh, one of my favorite nicknames of her is Magatron. Magatron. Yeah, Magatron. I've heard that. Yeah, she's gonna <laughs> she's gonna crush some you know volleyball opponents when she's older. Right? Yes. Uh, so yeah, Megatron uh, bringing it home, and uh, look, I will say the ironic thing is, if I remember correctly, both Mary Kay and Isabel, when they were born, the Patriots won the Super Bowl. So talking yep. about pre-show, we were yep. talking about like the now, now that Belichick and Brady are gone, I've moved the Patriots up in my rankings of favorite teams because because like, of them. <laughs> well, because of my uh, father-in-law grew up in Boston and stuff like that. And yep. so uh, needless to say, the boys, however, uh, Jack specifically, when he was born, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Yes. So in so facto, my kids to. are lucky. Yeah. We're winning the Super Bowl today, guys. Hell, just putting it out. Yes. There. So, uh, yeah. Shout out to Maggie. Uh, season six. Early prediction, by the way. Yes. Yeah. We'll <laughs> uh, we'll get there. We'll get to all of that. Um, but yeah. So we, so we had her, and because we had a fifth child, we have had to move uh, rooms around. We just started that process today. Uh, my wife and I got carpeted our new room oh, earlier hell this yeah. week. Upgrade. Uh, we moved our beds and stuff today, and then tomorrow night, the plan is to move. Everyone else into their rooms, 
the girls are taking our old room. Jack is taking the girls' old yes. room. Uh, Maggie will eventually, uh, once she's done with the bassinet, will move into the crib. Oh, we will have no shortage of three monitors to make <laughs> sure that uh, nobody tries to come down the stairs from the second floor in the middle of the night. You just need to go hire ADT, just right. liven right. up your whole entire house. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. going to be cameras in the bathroom. Wait, whoa, wait. Uh, whoa, hey. In the kitchen, in the living room, basement. <laughs> Uh, also, uh, so that's pretty much the most of my update. First of all, Maggie is like the most perfect baby. Like she yeah. never cries. Like she beautiful she girl. sleeps great. So like chill. she's exactly what we needed. Um, but uh, baby aside, everything in life is great. And speaking of great, you know what my favorite moment of the playoffs has been so far? When the Chiefs, a.k.a. Travis Kelsey, scored a touchdown. And Jason Kelsey... Busted out the Labatt Blues, which we are yes. drinking tonight in honor of Jason Kelsey being the shirtless dad bod that he is. And uh, yeah, we're drinking the Labatt Blues today in honor of him as we celebrate our Chiefs again en route to our third Super Bowl. First back-to-back since the Patriots early yes. 2000s. Cheers. Cheers. cheers, my friends. Cheers, cheers, cheers. So, What's been going on with you, buddy? There's been a little bit. And and by a little bit, I mean honestly, I worked on the basement a little bit, and I'm and I'm sorry, Derek and I never did do a single podcast this whole time, and and I was really hoping to to do one, but when we weren't doing a podcast, we were doing a project somewhere in the house, right? So I finished laying the flooring out in the the living room in the basement. Um, I really didn't do a whole lot down here. We used this room in the bar, which was awesome. We watched the playoff games. We watched some basketball, KU basketball, OU basketball, which. Ah, uh, OU is not doing so so hot right now, but they're still ranked, which is good. Um, and then, I mean, of course, we got some kegs in in, and so like right now we have the uh, Breckenridge Avalanche going on. So that's what we're gonna be drinking tonight during the game. If you, if you want a, a glass of of draft beer, oh yes, that's right. You do have the kegerators. Yeah, I got the kegerators set up still, and so. Um, one of the things I wanted to do though, and to really like put some thought into at the beginning of this year was my work workshop in the, in the wood shop. Right. And one of the things that I did was I cleaned up and it's the first time in two years that I've cleaned up my wood shop, like legit cleaned out and understood what type of, of woodworker and process driven guy I am in the wood shop. And so I'm going to sell a couple of tools. Oh, Drake takes going to buy, buy one of them. Yeah. Drake take. Oh, dumpster. Steve's going to buy another one. Hey, dumpster. Steve. And so, uh, not only am, am I giving them at a, a decent price, I mean, I'm not going to screw with my friends. Um, so they're going to have a new tool in their wood shop. I'm also, um, getting a little bit of money to reinvest into the wood shop. Right. And so right now what I'm doing is some dust collection, which is super important. I didn't realize how important until I cleaned my, my shop for like an hour and a half, two hours. And, and so, the shop's going well. Um, I'm going to eventually get to a point where I'm I'm streaming more out of the shop. And so that's kind of one of the pushes right now, too, is getting a clean shop and then making it sustainable instead of just me cleaning like once a month for four or five hours. Um, I'm going to make it to where I can clean as I go. And and then the other thing, um, and Charlie is all over right now. She's yeah, trying to get Charlie. up. Um, she's starting to speak words, which is... Uh, uh, like unbelievable she's uh just over a year and a half and so doing that with my travel i've been bulking up my travel a little bit because 
I mean, I, there's going to be something happening in July that's kind of life, family, tr- uh, you know, changing. What's guys, guys, we're pregnant with baby number four, baby. Baby number four. Here we go. Hey. What? Yes. So, baby you number just had four. had to one up me. I did. I, I, I'm going to one up you. I mean, I'm still uh, one back from you, though. Uh, you're, you still got me by one as far as the count goes. Uh, and I don't think we're going to catch you. At least I hope not. Um, I mean, it, yeah, Alan, with the, come on. I will. You're at least 7-7 now. Yeah, here we go. Oh, thank you for the golf club. Thank you. Congrats on the sex. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I did it. I did it once and on a, on a, uh, slow Thursday afternoon nooner. Um, I love that. You know, the exact time. I know exactly what happened, dude. I'm so glad to know that. (laughs) And now you know it too, as, as members of the ITM. This is on the internet. (laughs) It's on everywhere. AI is going to get this stuff like tomorrow. (laughs) Wait a minute. Maybe right now. Holy cow. Um, anyway, so yeah, we're having a baby in July. Uh, we're really excited, and Ben is even more excited because Ben's birthday is the day before new baby number baby number four's due date. Ooh! And so Ben is really excited Before about the possibility of having a baby on his birthday. Do you, do you want excited? that? He'll, what, he will be excited really for that. that. Talking to the microphone, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Make it a little bit easier to share the microphone, Mark. <laughs> It's right here. You gotta, you gotta grab it and pull it, man. <laughs> Do you want that, or is that a little bit scary? I, I think, I think he will enjoy it uh, as the years go on. Uh, and right now, he's more excited to have it. But maybe when he turns like sixteen, he's gonna be like, "Yeah, enough of this. When's my day?" <laughs> or turns like seven, he's gonna be yeah. like, "Enough of this." Yeah, no, they'll, they'll I'm tired of having my birthday. If if I were to guess, while yes, there will definitely be some birthdays where it's like, I have to share. This will be something where, especially as they age and mature, yeah, they like that will be a bond for them of like, hey, you know what we should do? We should go like go to Vegas for our birthday. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. and then like just those two will go and. Sh- and Charlie and uh, Elliot will be left behind. They'll be like, well, we get to go. Well, you don't share a birthday yeah. with us. So, uh, yeah, sorry. You're not birthday buddies. Screw you guys. <laughs> yeah. There is something to be said for birthday buddies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you have one? I do. Uh, a friend of mine from Tulsa, her and I, same age, same day, everything. No kidding. Same day? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Honestly, That's I cool. love, yeah. I, I even love sharing my birthday month because I feel like nobody's born in February. Yeah. And if you um, are, you're weird. I know three people besides you. Right off the top of my head. No, I know, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> but are they is like, weird? My whole <laughs> life, February was not like a popular quote unquote month, right? And so, whenever I have someone and I get to share my month with Mary Kate, she starts the month and I end the month, which yep. is really nice. So, because most people don't do what you need to do to have babies in, <laughs> in July. Feb- I mean, <laughs> it's too hot. Look, <laughs> I like celebrating America. That's what I'm saying. I do too. So, you know. I'm surprised I don't have a February baby, to be honest. Um, anyway. <laughs> so one of the things before we get started, topic number one, which this is going to be, as you listen to it right now, um, notice a few trends. So topic number one is going to be pre- pre-game. Yes. Topic number two is going to be halftime. And then topic number three is going to be post-game. Which will all be celebratory moments. We hope so. Yes. Um and so this is going to be, as you listen to it, you probably already know the outcome of the game, but um, we're going to be doing this live when the game is going on. So with that being said, 
to before we end kind of this intro uh, preview and all that, I want to ask you guys one thing. So I, I had this funny thought the other day of ages that I will be or ages that my kids will be before I do X, Y, or Z of what my dad did. Okay, that sounds really, really confusing, right? Let me give you an example to start this off. There you yeah, go. That's, that's how you do it, right? That's okay. how you do it. So I never had this thought until the other day. I was watching a Facebook video of something, and it was like one of those cliche, I never thought I would do this when I was, like, as my dad, yada, yada, yada. And one of, like, it was just a, such a small detail of the video, and I was like, holy crap. I, <laughs> I didn't realize all dads drink Diet Coke. At some point in their lives. Okay. Okay. Mommy. Oh. Hi, Mom. Mom came into the studio. So Charlie's going off with Mom. So sorry, <laughs> listeners. You're not, you're not going to hear Charlie anymore. Um, but I never thought of that. And it was like, holy cow. I think every single dad goes through a Diet Coke phase. And, and Caleb. Do you drink Diet Coke? I don't. And so. Are you drank a Diet Coke? No. Oh. I have. See, I think Diet Coke sucks. It <laughs> does, but there's going to be a moment in our in our dad lives that we succumb to this Diet Coke. Like we, oh, I need. I'm watching my weight right now, and and diet. Is, I just need some some caffeine right now. <laughs> to um, be fair, I can't name a single time in our marriage, which we're entering, or like in April will be year eight. Yeah, I don't think we've bought a single thing of pop to have in our house i'm telling you there's gonna be an age so my age for me i'm guessing is gonna be around like 39 to maybe 44 is when i start drinking diet coke as my go-to pop by the way just total sidebar okay and hannah you can get on on this too do you call it pop? Do you call it soda? Do you call it Coke? Like, let's let's just it's debate pop. this right now. Well, no, because I Dude, have an opinion on this. I know, but if, you, if you're going to get into this, so this like, very big I know, debate. I, I mean, know. You're on pop. pop. What, I'm going to win this. Pop, pop Alan? I really genuinely call it either. Like, about 50-50. Okay, growing, up, growing, up, it was, growing up, it was pop. Now, I... It's more of a soda thing. Do you thing. say soda? Okay. But Hannah? but if I'm at my parents' house, it's still pop. It's still pop. No, that's like, fine. Um, it's pop unless I'm with family in Texas. And okay. it's Coke. And then it's Coke. And then it's Coke. And then it's Coke. Right, right, right. I know. What Give me a Coke. Uh, that's a Sprite. That's oh, a Mountain yeah. Dew. No, uh, Coke is Coke. Okay. Here's the reason why I asked this is because I saw this the other day. And so at some point in my life, I don't know why. And I know I just called it pop like on the podcast. I was kind of fallen off of yeah. you uh, with the Diet Coke stuff. I have transitioned to soda. I call it soda. And I don't know. I don't really know why I did. I just did one day. I, I woke up. I started calling it soda. And then I saw a meme and I realized why I made the switch. Have you ever ordered a Jack and Pop? Have you no, ever was... ordered a vodka pop? Have you ever ordered... A whiskey pop? No, you order a Jack and Soda, uh, a vodka a soda. But but a, hold on, hold on. Well, yeah, Jack and Coke. But again, that's because you want it in Coca Cola. You're not but ordering soda, like a Jack and Dr. isn't Pepper. soda like technically like for mixing purposes just soda water? Yes. 
Yes. Yes. Isn't it? Soda water. Yes. But what I'm saying is, is like if you request pop, that's not a distinctive like thing. Right. You're looking for the carbonation. Right. Okay. So if you want a Jack and Coke, you say like, I want a Jack and Coke referencing Jack and Coca-Cola. Right. Right. Okay. But if you want, say like a Jack and Sprite. For you, example, you, you say you would say Jack and Soda, Jack and Sprite. <laughs> you say Jack and Sprite. Okay, did this just turn into like know your areas of where you're going to be ordering your saying, drinks? <laughs> I'm just saying because I, I think that's what it comes down to. Well, no, the the point of that being is is you will never in your life say Jack and Pop. No, no, you're right. I don't know that I would ever say Jack and Soda. Yeah, or soda water, sure, or club soda yeah. or whatever. But I'm saying that's at least a little bit more of an ambiguous, like, what do you mean? All Whereas right. If you say Jack and Pop. I'm going to cut you off right here. What age are you going to be at, at drinking Diet Coke? <laughs> Jack and Diet is Jack what you're and asking? Diet, yep. 45. 45, all right. 45, I'll be drinking but so, Jack I mean, and But there is a time in your life that you're going to be like, oh, yeah. Correct. No. I'm going to drink it. Do you see what I did there? I perfectly <laughs> used a transition to transition into topic number one. That's like how you it. do it. That's I like professionalism. It. I like it. For the record, my dad was around 40. 40? Yeah. Okay. I think my dad was probably dang near the same mm-hmm. when, uh, when he started drinking Diet Coke, and that was all it was. Mm-hmm. See, I'll, I will resist it. Like, when, when I hit 40, something will happen. I know that. But yep. I will resist being 40 for about five years, and then I'll embrace it. <laughs> all right. uh, Alan, do you have an age in mind that you're going to be drinking it? The Diet Coke? God, I don't, I don't know that I. I would probably avoid the diet coke and just go to the zero, the Coke Zero, the Mountain Dew. Oh, see that? Yes, because I already same but different to that point. Same but different. So correct. I guess at that point, I'm already there. Yes, because I already do like go get a Mountain Dew. It's like they got. You're going to be the jerk at the bar. Hey, yeah. Do you have Coke Zero? Zero. (laughs) Well, no. And that's the thing is like when given the chance, when given the, when given the choice, I will do that. But I'll, I mean, I don't, uh, there you go. I'm not, I don't foresee myself ever really taking uh, too much, uh, too much of the diet, too much of the, uh, (laughs) the old, the old Eric Berry jersey, the old diet. I don't know that we're going to be diving too far down that path. So. All right, Caleb. So, have you gone into it yet, or what age is it? Well, I'm with my boy uh, Peen on the in the <laughs> chat here. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going diet for sure. I I already don't drink pop in general or soda <laughs> in general. But Coke. Uh, yeah, I'm not going diet. There's no way. There's no way. And I I am one of those people that I do. Um, like try to like go through health kicks and yep. try to do things healthy. Yep. So I guess if I did get into pop, I don't know. Now just as diet, the, the taste is just too much. I don't think I could overcome it. I. Yeah, it's not but good. That's probably what your dad said too. Yeah. <laughs> Can I make this suggestion though? How did we all end up drinking whatever it is that we're drinking, whether it's beer, Ooh. whether it's like yep. it's an acquired it's taste, it's yeah, right? <laughs> and no, and that's the thing is I think diet sodas are disgusting yeah but if i'm like truthfully like okay i'm going to a wedding right i know in my 
you know, older age, I do not need to intake more sugar. I do not need to intake more carbs. I do like all this sort of stuff, like be mindful of it. I will choke down a diet, whatever, you know, diet vodka, diet Jack, diet, whatever. Yep. I will choke it down knowing that after three or four weddings, I will acclimate to the taste. <laughs> and then that right. will be my drink of choice. All right. That's so, so that's so that's why I said 45. It. I will resist it, but then I'll be like, I need to watch my weight. Let's Just go Just don't diet. drink then. <laughs> but anyway, I'm sorry, Hannah, real quick. Have you switched over to Coke diet or Diet Coke? I've been a diet Coke drinker or? most of my life. So. Okay. Are you serious? So she yeah. was there already. So you, like, I'm you, already there. So do you I'm prefer just, it? Swi- yeah, I do. Um, I've switched to the zero sugar just because it's zero sugar. Zero sugar. It, I mean, yeah. I don't know how to explain it. She's but. on the Allen train, man. Yeah. <laughs> she went into dad slash mom mode at 12. So. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Slamming those yeah. monster zeros for... Years now, man. Oh my god, is my that the blue is, ones? My heart is no, that's probably going sugar. to explode. <laughs> which one? Which one's the blue one? Yeah, it's the white. It's the white ones. So it's the white. Which one's the blue? Is that, uh, I don't remember. I just remember not that, good. That, well, no, that's why I always <laughs> made my monster <laughs> beers out of. Was I don't know, ones. but there's a white, white monster. Okay. All right, and and I think this can be a reoccurring like, come back to it topic of oh sure of like, like all right sure. What was that age that your dad did it or your your mom did it or whatever it is? Um, and then do you see yourself be like again succumbing to that? Or is it just like a, a thing at the time? I know we need to preview the Super Bowl, but I have yes. a question because this is something I'm currently dealing with. Okay. Can I just poll the group here? Yeah. At what age did you either a not have like a quote unquote bedtime or did you have what you would now consider a late bedtime? So I'm talking like 10 o'clock or later. When did your parents either allow, you know what I'm saying? 15 teenagers for me, for sure. Yeah. Like 15 years old, somewhere in there. My sophomore year to high school year. Yeah. Getting there. Sophomore year. I was able to go past 10 o'clock. Okay. So here's here's the way we my did. parents. It was. was more of a okay. Like we, it's weird. We would watch. We could watch the news at nine thirty. Sure, that would yes. end at nine thirty, and then no, I I'm and with then you. We watched like I think it was I think I think it was probably everybody loves Raymond. There was reruns on. Yes, immediately yes. following yes. immediately following the news on Fox. You know what mine was, and so it was like. You got your homework done. You had that kind of thirty-minute buffer of the news, yes. and then you got to watch that TV show yep. as a family. Yes. Like, and I'm the oldest, so I feel like bedtime got a little bit more lenient. Yeah, as, more as lax. We were of like, you know, yes. my brothers probably yeah, were a little bad. later, mm-hmm. um, but it was like that was on, and then it was immediately followed by God. I want to say Seinfeld. Yeah. So like, if you. Got to that Seinfeld. That is the loudest chip back of all time. Go that way, Elliot. If you got to Seinfeld, you were making it, but that meant ten thirty. <laughs> okay, but we also had to be up in like on the bus by kind of an earlier hour. Sure, sure, so yeah, it was yeah. kind of a different situation. As an only situation. child, I cannot answer this question. <laughs> well, no, yeah. that's fine. So, so here's the reason why I ask: is my parents? I never, my entire life, even really remember. Them saying like, okay, it's eight o'clock or eight thirty or nine o'clock, like it's time for bed. Right. It was it was just kind of an ambiguous thing. Now I do remember as a kid, 
laying in bed and I could hear the news on in the living room and my parents watched that. And then after the 10 o'clock news, they would shut it off and, and go to bed, whatever. Um, I do remember, however, when I was in like sixth, seventh ish grade, um, my parents, for some reason, I was a big Spin City fan. Hannah, do you remember Spin City with yeah. Michael J. Fox? Okay. That was on. That was on at 10, 10 p.m. I almost guarantee it. Okay. Well, no. So it was 9.30 is when it was on because my quote-unquote like bedtime, which wasn't official, but it was official, was 9.30. I remember that. And on Wednesday nights, I, d- I don't know why it was Wednesdays, but on Wednesday nights, Spin City would run until 10. And that would be like... Okay, on Wednesday nights, you're allowed to stay up till 10 o'clock to watch Spin City. Of all shows, which was ridiculous. Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, oh you God. are my favorite person. Dude, hold on. I got to read this. I had to, stay, I had to stay up to watch to help my dad find his car. Well, you forgot. You didn't read the – my dad uh, used to smoke crack. <laughs> so. Dude, the chat is blowing up. Right the now. chat it is, is awesome, hilarious. Though. I'm, I'm sorry I'm not paying attention. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I'm dying over so, here. So, yeah, as like a sixth, seventh, eighth-ish grader, I remember like one night a week, it was like, this is your night. To, or, yeah, like you're allowed to stay up till yep. 10 o'clock or whatever. And then it's bedtime. But in high school, I didn't really have a quote-unquote bedtime. It was just more so like, don't abuse it. <laughs> Don't do drugs. Well, so <laughs> what it was. Oh my god! So for example, if I was up, if I was up at night playing like Call of Duty online, right? Like my mom would walk down, it'd be like eleven, eleven thirty, because of course I'm screaming into the headset, and she's like, "Mark, it's time for bed." Right. Go. Whereas if I was like chatting on AOL or MSN, yeah. If she came down at eleven or eleven thirty, she's like, "You do not need to be talking with your friends. Go to bed." Get like, out of here. You're social. It depended on what I was doing when I got caught being up late. <laughs> yep. Right. So, like, if I was conversing with friends, it's like, you all should be in bed, so yep. I will be the mom to end this conversation. Yep. Whereas if I was simply doing something on my own, like, I could be reading a book, oh, and my yeah. mom would be like, finish right. that chapter, honey, go to bed. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> so it depended on what I was doing. And the reason why I bring this up is my... My son, Reese, who's yep. 14. Going on to be a freshman. He, right. Going to yep. be a freshman in high school. He you know, he keeps inquiring about a later bedtime. And right now, it's like an ambiguous 9 o'clock. Like, he's never in bed by 9. But it's more of a like, hey, it's 9 o'clock. Why don't you go brush your teeth? Why don't you go get your jammies on? Whatever. Knowing that's going to be a little bit before he goes to bed. And my wife and I were talking about this. Of like, how old does he need to be before we like don't have a quote-unquote bedtime right and my answer was the same as my parents which is like well i have no issue really even next year like next school year when he's in high school saying he doesn't have a bedtime but if he abuses it then by all means it's 9 30 10 o'clock whatever so your guys's thoughts i i agree um but the way i was raised was that there was a hard deadline like when I was a freshman in high school, it was like nine thirty or ten. And, but I mean, but it did differ with sports. Like if I was coming back late on a bus from a basketball sure. game or whatever. But like normal nights was nine thirty for me, and that was unless we were watching NCIS. And it goes back to your ambiguous. 
if we were watching NCIS or CSI, then mom and dad would let me stay up until 10. Okay. But like, as soon as that show's over, go to bed. And I knew it. We all knew it. Like it, it was, it was perfect. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't think you guys are on the wrong track of saying, yeah, it's going to be nine o'clock, but there might be some other times. Now, when he gets to become a freshman, maybe, maybe you could work with like a 10 o'clock bedtime. Caleb, what do you think? I mean, as a freshman in high school, you have a girl coming up. Not I mean, she's going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a, I have a fifth grader right yeah, now. Yeah, fifth. So it's nine o'clock for all my kids. Okay. But this topic is reminding me of when I kind of became my dad too. Yeah. Like, uh, Whenever you like are working on an antenna or setting something up on <laughs> yep, your roof yep. or whether it's in your attic room or whatever, trying to get those like two to three channels in, uh, that was me. That that has been me, and and that's what I had when I was a kid. And that was kind of my bedtime, I guess. My parents would send me to my room knowing I, w- I had a TV in my room, and I had access to four channels, and they knew it was going to be you know, shopping channel at from like 11 to, to four in the morning or whatever, uh, just boring stuff. But yeah, it was spin city. And I'm glad you said that. And cause I couldn't remember the name of it until you said it. Yes. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, everybody loves Raymond. And there was one other too. It's probably Seinfeld that yep. I'd always watch right before as, as, as I was falling asleep every single night. And, um, so <laughs> we got an antenna up in our house right now that we're trying to, trying to get, the channels to come in, they've come in, they come in for about. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Uh, I feel hey. like unless Alan and Hannah have something to add, that might be a transitional piece right there. I love it. I love it. Oh, oh, whoa! Gosh, dang it, dude! Who's doing the? Tomahawk chant. Um, so I guess they don't do that, huh? Not at not at So way. so we're good with with this ah. this intro. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah? Because yeah, we have fifteen minutes till game time. Yeah, we gotta get this thing going. Topic number one! Look, I I just see Patrick Mahomes holding the Lombardi. Oh as we dude. transition to topic number one. Let's go! Which makes me think. That's what's going to happen again. Let me just go ahead. I'll, I'll just make this quick, okay? Here's our Super Bowl predictions, okay? Are we going to do just, just predictions right predictions away? Yeah, let's just go into it, okay? Um, here's the deal, okay? The Niners, like season long, have been one of the best teams next to the Ravens, who obviously we just beat. Like, they don't have any glaring weaknesses you could say Brock Purdy like Mr. Irrelevant he hasn't really proven anything like okay that's fine if we lose because Brock Purdy balls out and the Niners just beat us straight up let's take it I'm okay with that I I really am like I have no issue if the Niners win this game I have no issue if Christian McCaffrey goes off I have no issue if George Kittle goes off I have no issue if Debo Samuel goes off I have no issue if Kyle Shanahan calls a good game I love all those guys that are very deserving of a championship game however in watching the last three games with PH right Yep, yep in watching the last three games in watching the way we have performed, especially defensively all season, okay? Oh, yeah. Here's the, the, here's the way I think this game goes. 
is the Chiefs will sell out to stop the up-the-middle runs from McCaffrey. Which we should, yep. He might break some outside. There might be some screen game stuff. There might be some wide-open slants to Debo. There might be some open-the-middle stuff to George Kittle. Yep. Fine. I don't care. But we cannot let Christian McCaffrey go between the tackles and beat us, you know, running for 150-plus and a couple of touchdowns, right? I agree. That is not how we win the game. You stop that. You put the ball in Brock Purdy's hands, and you say, all right, kid, what you got? Yep. And that is how we should win the game because I don't think he'll get it done. And if he does get it done, I'm okay losing that way. I do not want to lose by shooting ourselves in the foot, whether it's Taylor with some bad false start penalties, whether it's some bad holding penalties, Hashtag whether fire it's Taylor. dropped passes. Nice right. Ball. Yeah, catch the ball. <laughs> Like, it, dumb calls. Like, again, we all are very, like, third and one, fourth and one. Just give it to Pacheco. If we don't get it, we don't get it, okay? But don't do something cute, and that's the reason. Right. So, like, if the Chiefs don't shoot themselves in the foot, yep. I truly believe, because our defense is so elite and we have been keeping people, like, the Bills, yes, scored 24 on us. Yeah. But technically, that game should have been worse like in terms of the the gap of score because of our mistakes oh yeah okay absolutely so here's my prediction i'm just gonna throw it out there now the chiefs are going to win 31 17 oh it's a four it's a 14 point victory that's bold yeah i think we win by at least 10 or 13 I am so confident. I'm gonna give us a two touchdown win. Dude, I feel like we're a part of a uh, of an actual show right now because we got this. We got the game going on in the background. It's coming out. We're doing our panel predictions right here. Yeah. Uh, call me. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's the What's the dude that used to be the punter? Uh, no, Pat Pat McAfee. Oh, McAfee, McAfee. Call, oh. Sure. call me Pat McAfee on a panel right yep. now. All right. No, I got us. I got us. Thirty-one to seventeen. Here's the deal. I think. I think. I need McCa- my shirt off. I think. McCa- up. I think McCaffrey absolutely gets one. Okay. I. I do because he's the best player on the Niners. Yeah. I think at some point we'll have some sort of broken play. Yeah. Whether it's to Kittle, Debo, Ayuk, like doesn't matter. We'll yep. have some sort of broken play. We're like, uh, like we should have had that one back. Yep. But otherwise, it's going to be pressure up the middle, sacks on Purdy, interceptions, force fumbles, that sort of stuff. Okay. And then Patrick Mahomes, even though, like, I don't think our offense is that potent, like, 30 points is still 30 points. And I think Pacheco maybe gets a couple. Kelsey maybe gets a couple. I think Rice gets one. I think we get a surprise one, whether it's from, like, a Hardman or a McKinnon. Uh, Who knows? Maybe even, like, a Sky Moore or something like that. I think we... boy, Rice. We simply... Right. I said Rice. Okay. Um, I think we simply, like... Take the ball away. We capitalize on those points. Even if it's Harrison Bucker field goals. Like, it would not shock me if Harrison Bucker Buck kicks kicker, baby. six Buck field kicker. goals today. It would not shock me if he kicks six field goals today. And You're a Super dreaming. Bowl MVP. You're dreaming right now. You're dreaming. That's what Fairfloss says. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I do not think this will be as close as people anticipate. Now, granted, the Niners on paper are the better team. Nah. But this exact squad 
minus Rasheed Rice and any of our other rookies just won the Super Bowl. Like, we know what to expect. We know what to do. And we're going to go get it done. 31-17 Chiefs. 31-17. Locked in with Mark. Here we go. Caleb. Okay. I'll I'll be quick. I'll be quick with this. But um, I think the 49ers... They're better than the Chiefs okay. uh, outright in two positions. I think that's running backs and receiving core. And I'm counting Travis Kelsey in that mix, too. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think Travis Kelsey, Rasheed Rice is just underneath Debo, Brandon Ayuk, and George Kittle. The, the three of them. Plus, you can even add Christian McCaffrey in there because he's that good. Yep. Every other position, I think the Chiefs win uh, and, and lead in, in that. Now... The other X factor I think we have, and, and uh, I was talking to Alan before the game a little bit, and he might allude to this too, that we forget about sometimes is how good the Chiefs defense is, not overall, but in the second half. Thank you. And I, I, uh, what was it? Three points have been scored against us all second half? Uh, this postseason has been a total of 10 points. Line, yeah, no, Alan's getting there. Hey. No, 10 points total all season. All postseason. <laughs> I'm taking Allen's. I'm taking Allen's uh, <laughs> story, but I but did go say ahead. it too. As he we went were first. Talking about it. Okay. Yeah, I did go first. In uh, the the most, it's not underappreciated. It, it, well, yeah, it is underappreciated. It's not underrated. It's underappreciated defense in the league. Uh, there was a lot of other defenses like Cleveland's, even Baltimore Ravens, even the 49ers defense and Dallas Cowboys at the start of the season. They were talking about their defenses a lot. Yep. The Chiefs yep. defense was talked about, but not as like one of the best. It, it wasn't a headline story. Turning in yeah. to like the best defense yep. in the league. Yep. And I just trust them so much. I just really think it's going to be hard if McCaffrey doesn't go off and doesn't save Brock Purdy in a couple of uh, uh, tough plays. Yeah, yep. I think it's I, I kinda am with Mark. I got a little bit of a blow too. I got twenty eight to thirteen. I don't think the 49ers score 13? more than thirteen. So 15, unless so McCaffrey unless McCaffrey can get can get Brock Purdy out of some uh some like third and sevens where he's trying to extend the play and doesn't have anything and he he checks down to McCaffrey who's open in the flat or can make something work. I don't think that they're gonna score more than thirteen points. So twenty eight thirteen. 28-13, Chiefs, baby. So Caleb in locked in 28-13 with the Chiefs win. And so I'm going to save my pick for last because I got to hear what Allen's going to – he's going to spout out some Allen's stats have a right now. Right here. And so uh, – Okay, but we got we, we, got, we, got, we, got, a short, we got a short window here because we got about six minutes to kick. Yep, we're All good. Right. So the big headline Take for me – The big headline for me is going to be that second half like like – Caleb jumped all over it, um, <laughs> is going to be that second-half defense against that second-half offense for San Francisco. San Francisco has averaged 22 points a game in the second half in the playoffs. Chiefs have given up 3.3 points a game. Sure. Where's that Where's that go in? Um, the other interesting little nugget here, the Chiefs have only scored eight points per game in the second half. Sure. San Francisco has given up 11 points a game in the second half. So that's going to be a huge storyline. I think I think if the Chiefs have a lead or are tied at halftime, game's over. Okay. Game's over. You heard it. You can go to I'm bed. I'm calling that right now. You can go, go to, to bed. bed. At halftime, Chris, it's tied. Chris, you can go to bed. Chiefs what? win. Chris, Chris has Alan's permission to pass out at half. Um, I got a couch down here this year. There we go. There we go. Um, it's 
tough. I would say I would I would give my pick 28-24 Kansas City. Um San Francisco's defense, although it is, you know, vaunted and good, has been giving has been has been allowing the playoff teams yep. to basically do what they're averaging. Correct. Kansas City, on the other hand, has held um Baltimore and Miami, you know, top ten teams to less than half of their points that they've scored on average all year. So whereas well, I've got it right here. They've allowed the Green Bay's average was 21 points per game. They allowed 22. Detroit's average was 31. Well, no, they scored 31. Sorry, their average was 27. They scored 31. Green Bay's average 21. They scored 22. Yep. Like so, they the are average. allowing these teams to score what they want. Right. Ooh. Okay. I love that. And so, fun fact: anytime the Chiefs hold opponents. 20 points or less, they are undefeated. And anytime the Chiefs have scored 21 or more, undefeated. So, not only that, but I will I will make this other little comment. And this this is something that... So, on my Facebook all week long, I've been doing these little nuggets as you to have? why the Chiefs will win. Yes, I have. <laughs> um, and this kidding. is my personal Facebook. But... <laughs> The Chiefs, and the, this is something I haven't like written down, is the Chiefs, first of all, Patrick Mahomes in his career is, uh, I believe, 4-0 in Allegiant Stadium. Yes. Okay. He's 10-0 in a dome. Yep. So, and, and granted, like you're going to lose eventually. I get this. However, however, I do believe it, that this isn't a stadium issue. I don't believe it's any of the other like weird statistical issues, whatever. Okay. I firmly believe our defense is that good that regardless of how special the Niners offense is, we slow them down no different than we did it against Miami, who scored 70 points earlier this year. No different than the Bills, who had gone six straight wins. No different than the Ravens, who blew out every playoff team they played yep. until they played us. Like, we have stopped, as Alan said, the most potent offenses in the league. And on paper, the Niners, it does not get better. 100%. But they have not faced a defense like us. Let's and defense go, wins baby. championships. All right, here we go. Final final prediction, because Alan had 28-23. to 23. Am I correct? 28-24. Okay. Chiefs victory. Correct. All right. <laughs> just making sure. I was here, but I was just making sure. All right. Here's my, my prediction. Way out in left field. I'm, I'm predicting, let's do an offensive game here. Let's go. Oh, I love 49. Let's go. Chiefs. Are you ready for this? I'm down. I love this. Three. 42. 42. Okay. Oh, I don't know about that, but I 49, 42, hey. Chiefs victory. And and the reason I'm saying this is because Chris Chris McCaffrey is an absolute beast. Sure. And I think that Brock Purdy is some gonna some way, somehow gonna rise up into this like I'm not Mr. Irrelevant type of status like in this game. Sure. And he's just gonna ball out making throws that we've never seen before in, in his entire Lose career. The game and gain respect. Yes. And so, like, I think he's going to ball out, and I think they go up and are leading most of the game until the final 
two or three minutes, and then Pat Mahomes tied 42-42, goes ahead 49-42. I'm not going to lie. With the game I would love if that happened. So, <laughs> love it. So I know you guys gave all your like analytics stuff. You guys gave all your analytics stuff, and and I respect that. I'm going way out in left field and saying, look, this is for the offensive game. This is for the offensive game. This yeah. is to to bring up the NFL program even more than it is right now. Chiefs are historically an offensive football game. Um, we're watching right now on the TV. We missed uh, post post uh, post Malone sing something. Uh, Reba, oh, Reba McIntyre, McIntyre is singing the national anthem right now. <laughs> we're gonna have to go back and watch that. We are. <laughs> and so my score is gonna be forty nine to forty two Chiefs. Okay. Hannah, last but not least, bring it home. Bring it home. Bring it home. What is your prediction? And no we still stats. love you either way. Right. Cowboys are not playing. I have, no, I have no stats for you. I just have my personal preferences. As we know, I would rather be watching the Dallas Cowboys yes. win the Super Bowl, but we know that's not going to happen unless Jerry dies or I do. So, <laughs> That being said, uh, as I'm an honorary Chiefs fan, 21-17, Chiefs. I love Ooh, it. Ooh, 21-17. That's a dang good score. I, I think – that might be the defense wins championships. That one, might be the kicker thing, right there. You, yeah. The people at home, you yeah. do not even need to watch the game tonight. It is, it's already one. Yeah. Uh, the Alan four of us Rourke is here. Yeah. Uh, and when the Thank four you, of Alan, us are coming. together, we cannot lose. We haven't yet. As well as if we score 21, you can go to bed. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah. And as Alan I'll said, if bed. we're tied at half, go to bed. Yeah. Just go to bed. Get some sleep tonight. All right. Win. And then infamous in the chat. And, and he's one of our, our best friends in real life. Here it is, twenty-eight to seventeen, Chiefs. A lot of people on the seventeen line. I like I like the seventeens for the Niners. Um, I mean, obviously they're going to score forty-two, but um, yeah, the twenty-eight seventeen that might be a damn good pick too. Smash the under. So we're gonna we're gonna (laughs) go into topic number two just after this short break on audio form. Yeah, in audio form. All right, baby. Second half, and uh, we're in halftime right now. Woo! We're a little nervous right now, are we not? We're. I wouldn't say nervous. I would say, like the way that I said, and this was in pre-show. Yeah. The way I don't want to lose is us shooting ourselves in the foot. Right. Yeah. And the way that currently I'm viewing this is an Isaiah Pacheco fumble. While we were in the red zone. Right. If this was seven to six, I would have no issue right now. Yeah. But Isaiah fumbled. We shot ourselves in the foot. I still have no issue. Uh, we also had the penalty on the uh, uh, the play before the Christian McCaffrey play uh, where he took it for the, for the touchdown. So don't shoot ourselves in the foot. Now, I will give Brock Purdy credit. He is currently... In terms of the stats, outdueling Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, he is. That's what I wanted to see. Like, good for you, Brock Purdy. The moment is not too big for you, at least not yet. Right. Good for you. If we lose because you simply outduel our quarterback, okay. Yeah, it happens. Okay. It happens. Every Super Bowl. All right. Now, I need you to All right. light the oh. St. Reed candle. All right. Guys, this is a big event right now because we've had this candle for. A year? year and a half? Uh, I think a year, yes. Okay. We have not lit it all season. This is 
a Saint Andy Reid candle, which, if you're Catholic at all, we don't actually mean it to be an actual saint because he's not dead yet for 100 years. But he's living strong within us right now. So we're supporting our, our coach, Andy Reid, with this candle. And uh, and it's it's a big deal right now because, again, it's the first time that it's been lit. And we're right in the middle of, of a Super Bowl. And Charlie is all about my mic right now. She loves so, that mic. All right, before we get started, or as we get started here, um, I want to get. We're going to start on the other end this time. And Alan, first half takes. Let me hear what you have on the first half. Well, uh, not loving it. Um, and I guess just to piggyback off of what Mark said about Purdy out dueling Mahomes. Uh, they have exactly identical yardage. Uh, like, Pat is like 11, 11 for 33 okay. for 123. 11 for 33? 11 for 13, sorry. Okay. 11 for 13. I was like, whoa, that's <laughs> terrible. 11 for 13, 123. And Brock is 10 for 15 with 123. Okay. Okay. So, really similar. Sure. Like... You know, McCaffrey averaging three three yards of carry, Pacheco averaging three yards of carry. So we really are that turnover in scoring position. Yes, away. Correct. So, yeah, still knowing that, not feeling great. Um, even though we do get the ball coming out of halftime, to to tie it, you know, tie it up basically. I feel like there was a little bit of different play calling right there at the end of the half that you know was like let's not make a mistake and deprive ourselves of points we need the points so you know all hope is not lost but i'll follow up also on not in a great spot you're not gonna follow up on anything right now because no um, i mean when like after like when it's my turn at the end yeah at your turn at the end yes. okay right now it's my turn so i'm not i'm not scared of whatsoever because I'll, I'll tell you one one thing right now. We have Pat Mahomes, okay? No matter what offense that we had or had not have this first half, Pat Mahomes is going to do Pat Mahomes things this second half, okay? I've seen him this season not do that, but this the season has not been compromised of the playoff season. This season in the playoffs that I've seen him do is just unbelievable. So Pat is going to do playoff things. And uh, and this is a Super Bowl too, so um, we've seen a little bit of Ray Rice right now, not a whole lot. We haven't seen anything of, of Travis Kelsey coming out in the first half. Um, second half, what did I say? What did I say? You said Ray Rice. It's Ray Rice. Rice. Jeez, Ray Louise. Rice. Ray Rice abused his wife. Yeah, it's not Ray Rice. Rasheem Rice. <laughs> Thank you for the correction. Thank you Boom! for the correction. Rasheem Rice has done. Not a whole lot, but he's caught a few passes in the first half. I see a lot of Rasheem Rice the second half, and I see a lot of Travis Kelsey. I see a lot of Watson the second half. Um, Pat's going to spread the ball out a little bit more, and we're also going to see a little bit more of Pacheco going down the field. Um, I will give it to the, the 49ers defense right now in saying that they have uh, put up some fronts that we haven't necessarily been prepared for this year. Um but we're a second-half team, and we have been all year. Uh, we've been the last few or, I don't know, five or six years now. 
um, a second half team. And so I say, you know, it, it's tie or uh, it, they're up ten to three right now, but I'm I'm still confident in uh, in the second or the the halftime score right now. Uh, Usher's about to play here in a little bit, so we're gonna keep this baby going. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb doesn't give a crap about Usher right now. Here we go. So Caleb, what's your take on the first half? Okay. Well, I'm, I'm glad that we're doing it in this order because we got kind of scared, a little bit uh, not happy. Yeah. We got confident, and we also have confident, too. Uh, I feel actually very good about the first half. I, I don't like the fact that – I don't know. I guess I'm okay if we lose it because our, our players are doing the things they've done all year, like fumbling and, and stupid yeah. penalties when they don't need to and whatnot. Yep. Um, but I, I feel like we can get it. If we can get it going, we're going to get it going. Uh, if our guys are going to catch it, they're going to catch it. It's Mahomes has looked good. I, I feel like it's looked like a good Super Bowl game so far, like good game plans. Yep. Uh, besides the first drive that the Niners looked like they were dominating the chiefs and then they fumbled. And then the drive that Isaiah Pacheco fumbled. Yeah. Uh, right, right that, after those were the only two drives where I felt like it looked easy for both of the offenses and yeah. I like games that it looks like the like they're they're uh it's a tough matchup. Yeah. Uh one stat I want everyone to pay attention to is the defensive stat. You guys quit watching that halftime stupid show. Who cares? <laughs> 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 the Kansas City defense. One of the best in the National Football League. I probably the best. I didn't look up the stat to see if they are actually the best in the second half. But one of the best three points uh, per game, I think, is what Alan alluded to in the second half. Um, it, it's been there for the Chiefs. They just have, haven't have finished. Yeah. And I know that that is tough. It's a tough pill to swallow for a lot of Chiefs fans when they don't do that. And they, they make boneheaded plays. They fumble. They get a stupid false start or whatever it is. Uh, holding penalty when, when we could have a clutch play. Um, but I, I honestly believe that it's it's there. For us, just if we uh, if we don't beat ourselves, we're going to win this game. Is is how I feel, and that's kind of how I felt all year with almost every single game. I think there was one game. It might even been the Raiders game that when they beat us is the only game I felt like they actually just beat us. We didn't really beat ourselves. I think I feel like every other game we beat ourselves, and I it's the Super Bowl. I don't think we're going to let that happen. I I feel good. I feel good. Hell we get the yes. ball second half. Tied up. Let's go for two and just take the lead by one. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven to ten, baby. And so Caleb is is still optimistic. He has his his uh, his ideas that like yeah we we might not be in this, but overall he's confident that we're gonna overcome those. Mark, what are your thoughts first half? So I'm actually a lot like more aligned with where Caleb is at yeah. from a confidence standpoint of look. Our second half, especially in the postseason, we have allowed only 10 points total, and that's in three games in the postseason. Now, what we need to do is get our offense going. And I predicted 31 yeah. to 17, right? That yep. was my prediction. Yep. Which means the Chiefs Let's need to it. score twice per quarter. Oh, yeah. And we're only going to let the Niners score one more time. I which like is it. a touchdown. Yep. So we get the ball back first with a chance to tie the ball game, put the pressure on slow Perry. drive all the way down the field. I like it. <laughs> right. So here's my thought. We get the ball back first. We put the, we score, we put the pressure on Purdy to say, okay, it's a tie ball game. This thing starts over, right? 
Yep. Purdy throws a pick. You know, someone fumbles He's going to do something in right. this game. Right. Someone's yeah. going to mess up. Yep. We go down. We score again. Now we're up seven, right? 17 to 10. Here we go. And then it just unravels from there. And next thing you know, we're up 31 with, you know, the game's over at that point. Niners get a garbage time touchdown. My prediction of 31-17 holds. Now, what I will say <laughs> is I said... <laughs> And and this this was pre-show this so this wasn't on the recording. I said the only way I will be disappointed in the Super Bowl because look, I love the Niners, I love George Kittle, I love Debo Samuel, I love Kitchener McCaffrey. If they beat us outright, by all means, let them win. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm not f- let them, but yeah, sure. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. NFL script writers, let it happen. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Now, now. If we shoot ourselves in the foot in the way of Isaiah Pacheco fumbling the ball in the red zone, that sort of stuff, I will not accept that where we were the better team all day. Now, I will give the Niners full credit. Their defense has been phenomenal, which I did not think was going to be the case. So props to the Niners for showing up. We'll see how the second half adjustments go. But my... Prediction, I think, still holds of like we will make the second half adjustments to make Purdy uncomfortable. Our offense will get it together and we will still pull away. Hannah, I'm curious to know your thoughts of the first half and what you think will happen in the second half as well. As an Ohio State fan, I'm not <laughs> surprised to see Chase Young and Nick Bosa falling out the way that they are. And they However, have been. And they are doing fantastic. But I do believe that. Kansas City has an advantage, and I think that they will come back in the second half. I still maintain my prediction of 21 to 17. Oh, um, I like it. I like it. I love it. Because I just – I think that we can – I think we can pull it off. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say 21-17 might be hard, but 24-17 is right there. Well, either way is possible. Whatever. I think it will work. <laughs> it's going to be close either way. Yeah. So, if anybody has their scores the closest, it might be Hannah. We're just going to say Oh, Hannah, Hannah right now is definitely where it's at. So, and then the only thing I have left to say, St. Andy, hear our prayer. Thank you. St. Andy. God Hannah, thank you. you so much for that. And, and we're, all, we're all in. Yeah. Oh, man. That means so much. So, one of the things... Real quick before we get into uh, watching the rest of the halftime show and watching the second half is uh, one thing I will say is you mentioned it, and I think Hannah mentioned it, is our halftime adjustments. Yes. And I think we're probably the best team in the league this year that has made halftime adjustments the best, right? I mean, defensively, defensively but... And honestly, that's what we need right now is is we need defense to make it a halftime adjustment. And then Pat's going to do Pat things. Pat's going to throw to Rasheem. He's going to throw to Travis Kelsey. He's going to throw to MVS. And and you might not ever see it coming, but a play's going to happen, and our offensive line is going to step up because of those <laughs> halftime adjustments as well. Right now, in the locker room, our O-line is getting thrown all kinds of looks from the first half. Our first half is going to be like, it's not even happened. And our O-line is going to protect Pat Mahomes like never before. And I'm, I'm super optimistic right now. But I, I truly believe that the second half is going to look 100% different than what the first half just did. 
I'm, that is actually a perfect transition because TJ, who we all know from Cypapalooza. Oh, yeah. He made, TJ, the com- yeah. he made the comment of saying. Who's that? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to talk a lot of smack. And granted, TJ does not like cheering for the Chiefs because he is a Broncos fan. But he said, I got to be honest. This first half has felt like both teams have just been simply feeling each other out. And yeah. this is going to be a heavyweight fight in the second match. It's it will going to go blow for blow. Like both teams are going to make the adjustments necessary to say, look, we want to win this game. Yep. Not play comfortably. Like, like, we like, like, like if you're do. the Niners, yep. like we have a lead, we're going to play with the lead. No, no, no. He believes that both teams will play to win the game. Yeah. Right? Herm Edwards style is they will go blow for blow, tit for tat, and it will just depend on who ends up taking it as Usher strips his shirt off. <laughs> I just on. saw that. Holy cow. Um, <laughs> Which, by the way, is yeah. exactly what Herm Edwards said this morning on NFL Live. There you go. That's right. So I'm also uh, I'm also looking here at the chat, and the chat's going stupid, and I'm, I'm not going to give it. Peen's you the man, man. <laughs> yeah. Peen, peen, you're the dude. <laughs> um, one last thing I will say, and then – if you have any other last words, no, he's good. Uh, Al's good for the last words. But one thing I will say is um, I think we're going to make the last-minute adjustments that we need to. And I think it is going to be a blowout, but I think there's going to be a lot of off- all, more offensive scoring this, this second go-round because mm-hmm. defense is going to do a little bit differently. They're going to give up a, mo- a little bit more because they're going to be a little bit more Hey, dude! This is Super Bowl. We're going to go for it. Um, there's gonna be a little bit more pressure, and then you're gonna see Brock and both uh, Pat outside the pocket with a little bit less pressure um, outside in that like two to three second range where they can get outside, and you're gonna see some more offensive plays the second half. I like it. So, other than that, Caleb, do you have anything else? Kale, I see you smiling. It's a good game. I just, I, I, I like when a Super Bowl is a good game when yeah. two teams look good. The Chiefs only three points, but I think they look like they could have scored about seventeen there. Yeah, like, like it's just two good teams, and so I, 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 that's how I lose happy if I am losing is when a, two teams are playing good. Yeah, but if it's and we have played bad, we we or we have made some mistakes. I should say not played bad, but made some mistakes. Yeah, I just like it when it's a good game. All right. With that, Caleb, thank you. Mark. Yeah. Alan. I'm good. Let's go into topic number three. I don't even care right We're now. Back, <laughs> We're back, boys. What just End happened? of the game. Oh. <laughs> ah. Topic number three. Let's go. Oh, 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 here we go. <laughs> okay. All right. Look, I don't even give a crap about our audio podcast no, at this point. It's terrible. This, this is a party. I my voice is gone. It's gone. I spend more time on my knees than a Vegas hooker. Okay. Holy shit. Oh my lord. Okay. First of all, first hold on. We're we're just gonna do this right now. Yep. 
Okay. That's. <laughs> I don't even care. That's a V for number five. Okay. Number five. Yeah. Right. Number five. My kids are undefeated in Super Bowls right now. Never lost. Never lost. Never lost. A Super Bowl. Mary Kate and Isabel won it for the Patriots. For my in-laws, Jack and Maggie won it for the Chiefs. Never lost. Never lost. Five kids. Never doubt. Oh, my. Just, I, I can't even believe what I just witnessed. Yeah, dude. So let's give a quick recap of what happened in the second half. And so I'm trying to remember real quick. We we lost we so starting ten, 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 ten to three, three to, to start the, the the second half here. We got a field goal. We got a field goal, so it made it ten to six. And then and then we had the big uh, what uh, fumble on the punt return. Yeah, the uh, the punt return off the foot. Yep. We recover. Patrick uh-huh. Mahomes does a nice little TD to MBS. Yep. I mean, I'm going to grab the microphone away from Cam <laughs> real fast. The whole game, I said, I like, I don't care if we lose to the Niners. I said, I don't want to shoot ourselves in the foot. And that whole game, the only thing I could think of was the Pacheco red zone fumble. That's yeah. all I could think. It's like, get out this, of here with This that. is a field goal. This, like, we. This this is a game turning play, and even though it was early, those are points off the board. Yeah, sure. And it ended up like we went to overtime, right? Nineteen yeah. to nineteen. Well, you kind of skipped over a bunch of parts, but yeah, no, we I know. But but what I'm saying is is even if we don't even if we don't score a touchdown, Butker likely kicks a field goal. We tie it, to and we win that game, overtime. and we win that game. Well, no, we tie it to go into the second overtime. Well, no, I'm saying. Going into going into overtime, we would have ah, had the extra three points. I got you. I got you. But yeah. instead, instead, Michael Hardman, baby, let's go. After the most atrocious yeah. Ravens yeah. A- <laughs> AFC Championship, <laughs> two two touches, two fumbles, <laughs> and what does he do? Fully redeems himself Dude, with the game-winning is... touchdown. So what lives are made of, for real? Dude. For real. Oh, man. Caleb, I, wouldn't be, I wasn't even going to dwell on the fumbles or anything like that. The only thing that I was going to be salty about was that final holding call. I feel like I talked loud, so I didn't know. No, you're good. That, that I, holding I, call I in overtime, I, I would have I had a hard time losing knowing that uh, our defense played spectacular there, and I, I thought that was a sketchy holding call only because he did have his arm wrapped around, but it was within five yards, and it was a call that probably isn't called most of the time. It probably technically is holding, but I, I think it was the closest holding call you could call. But again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. I, our defense, you defense, can't overlook baby. them. Holy freaking crap. Like, as many stops as they had to make, clutch stops. Play. Yeah, that was that was amazing. Play. Trick plays got us a couple times. Yep. That's going to happen. They played great all year. I, I don't – in my lifetime, other than maybe the Derek Thomas days when I'm a wee little one, have I seen a defense <laughs> that stellar uh, than we had this year. So I, I'm still giving credit to our defense, but hell of a game from all the teams. And I would like to point out, my stat before the Super Bowl. I, n- I never actually posted it. Here we go. 
But the Niners, yep. when Christian McCaffrey rushes for over 16, like when he gets 16 opportunities, yep. undefeated. Never allowed. 0-1, baby! <laughs> he got over 16 and we trounced him. Let's got him in go, overtime. Baby. Let's freaking go. Respect to respect to Brock Purdy. I think he yeah. played a good game he for being under awesome. pressure most yep. most of the game too. He didn't. I, there was a couple of plays I think that interceptions I got away from the Chiefs that I think he made that we could have intercepted. But I, I think he played a good game. He made most of the right decisions when he needed to. Right. I I will say Brock Purdy. While yes, you absolutely had some throws that were like, uh oh, like. That yeah. should have that should have been bad, but it yeah. wasn't. Yep. He kept firing. Purdy, as a Chiefs fan, you're in my respect, brother. I hope you get that contract. I hope you get that money. I hope you're in the Niners quarterback for a long time. And I hope I see you at another Super Bowl because you absolutely proved you deserve to be here. Well, and it's scary. It's very scary seeing how well he played in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Balled yeah. out. Yeah. Dude, he played very, very That's, well. That is what I wanted to see. Purdy, yep. you made it. I'm sorry you came out on losing end, but you should not hold like like don't don't look down. Hold your head high because nah, you were not the reason you lost that game. You were awesome. Good job, Purdy. All right. The Alan. quiet one. All <laughs> second half. The quiet one. I'm interested Alan, to hear this. Give us a, a little bit of a take on second half. Well, just I guess Yeah. <laughs> what a game. That's it. Um Interesting. No, 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 no. Interesting, interesting little nugget that I just stumbled across. Kittle, four yards. That's all he had? Four yards. So that one pass. Big play. Big play. Huge play. Four yards. Okay. Is T. Swizzle up on deck with the rest of the Chiefs players? Yeah, we we got it behind us right now on on the TV. (laughs) Yeah, I don't like. I don't know. You couldn't have. You couldn't have written. A better ending. Now, I, I will say this uh, because I was freaking out. And, Caleb, you did a good job explaining this at the end, courtesy of the announcers r- relaying the information to you. Not that it ended up mattering. But I was freaking was out that the Chiefs were not calling timeout as the clock was expiring in yeah. overtime, which ended, we, we scored with no time on the clock. And my immediate thought was, oh, my God, had he not caught that ball, the game's over. But, Caleb, go ahead and explain what the announcers said here. Well, what Tony Romo and Jim Nance explained is even if that time expired and it would have been third down, I think, after yeah. that play, if he dropped it, it would have gone to the second quarter of overtime. Which is – dude, I've never heard yeah, of it this. It was the first time for all of us. We yeah. weren't, I wasn't even – I didn't even know they changed the rule in the sense of if you score a touchdown, you don't win the game. So overtime rules. Yeah. New to this year's Super Bowl? I love Thank it. you, Bills. It didn't matter when anyway. They, changed they the kicked the field goal, so we would have won regardless. But ah. it's still, it's still. I, I like the rule change because it does. It also gives an advantage to both teams. Whether you flip the coin and you get the ball, because then if it's tied, you get you the next team to score right. wins. Yep. Whoever yep, gets yep, the ball, yep. you want the ball. The third possession, but you also, if you're the second team. If you score a touchdown, the other team scores a touchdown, you have the choice if you just want to win it right there and go for two, which I think is good. I think that's the way it should be. Each team has an advantage. Yeah. Um, so I, I love the rules. My final take on this whole entire thing is, hey, guys, I'm back where I was last year at the halftime of the Super Bowl and saying, look, guys, don't freaking 
worry. We got this. <laughs> hey. Go ahead. <laughs> can I just say, we are back to, to back, back champions. champions, baby. And in two, I will say two rebuilding years. So, this, this is a shot. I'm going to just say it now. Look. Hey, Bills. Hey, Bengals. Hey, Ravens. Hey, Jags. Hey, Chargers with your Jim Harbaugh. I know you'll appreciate that, Hannah, <laughs> calling him out, right? Hey, Sean Payton and the Broncos. If not now, when yeah. were you going to do it? Yep. Because we are only getting better. Dude, it's unbelievable thinking about the Back to back season. in rebuilding years. With, uh, with a receiving core. Yeah. And Dude, we, with lack Super Bowl of. Without a receiving core. Lack what of. What can we do with a receiving core? So. Lack of receiving core. Can I throw in a few? <laughs> Go ahead. You Hannah, just, please. you dig please. into it, Hannah. So we lit the candle. Yep. We prayed to St. Saint- Saint Andy. St. Saint Andy. <laughs> Things turned. The tide turned. So, yeah. are you are you converting to Catholicism? No, <laughs> I am not. I am just simply saying. I am bare minimum cheese fan. Bare minimum cheese fan. Okay. I'm aware uh, of y'all's that. superstitions. So what superstition? Hello, uh, Mark is wearing the same thing he's worn for the last four weeks. Undefeated, uh, <laughs> six weeks, by six. the way, six uh, weeks. So, so let us pay attention to when we did that. This is the first year that Norma Hunt has not been at a uh, yes Super Bowl. Correct. And they yep. for her in the 58th Super Bowl. Holy Derek cow. Henry was number 50, or not Derek Henry. Derek Thomas was number 58. Yep. This is the 58th Super Bowl. <laughs> and, you know, it's my first time with you guys. This was a blast. Hannah, so much fun. thank <sighs> you so much for being here. Seriously. Absolutely. Maybe with the Cowboys. I'm not going to hold Chiefs, my Cowboys, well, let's... Well, hold on. McCarthy's yeah. the head coach. That's probably not it's happening. It's not going to happen. Hold, I told, we're in Cowboys gear, hold your tune. You're watching it out, out of this room. I told sure. you guys it's not going to happen until Jerry dies or I do. <laughs> so we're good. But nonetheless, you're going to be here next year. Regardless. And, and Hannah, we could not have appreciated more of a producer than we have had this year. Seriously, thank you for being here. Thank you for being on the mic. Thank you for giving us that intel that, like, we are fully full uh, four Chiefs diehards, right? And you're the the person in the chair that's like, hey, but hold on. I'll say we're diehards unless we're losing, and then yeah. Alan's uh, fire everyone on our team. <laughs> Hashtag, Hashtag fire. Hashtag fire, Andy. <laughs> what week was that? Week two? Week three, whatever. <laughs> Hashtag fire and read. We're not going to bring that up right now, though. And uh, I said it during the game. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. He did. He did. <laughs> so uh, we're going to end this show perfectly. By the way, I'm perfectly. just I'm just assuming I'm I'm only looking at the TV. I can't actually hear anything. Yep. Assuming Mahomes just won his third Super Bowl MVP because of that game-winning touchdown drive. He is the first quarterback to go three straight Super Bowl MVPs. Let's go, baby. Tom Brady never did it. Peyton Manning never did it. Joe Montana never did it. Let's go, baby. Nobody. There he is, talking like Hermit the Frog. He hands up the trophy. Gives it to Travis Kelsey. Hey. I'm just taking a guess. Yeah. Hey, there's oh, Taylor. Taylor drink. drink. Everybody drink. Everybody drink. <laughs> Taylor's on the screen. You gotta fight 
for your right to party. <laughs> Arrowhead my ass. Or sorry. Burrowhead my ass. <laughs> Is that another Taylor sighting? It was. Drink. <laughs> Drink again. Yep. And she is truly happy for <sighs> Oh, my God. Yeah, no. Like, I think they are legit, too. Oh, there's brother. Hey, uh, there's uh, brother Kelsey. Kelsey. Yep. We got the LeBlanc blue in reference. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if a Super Bowl game gets much better than that, though. Like, back and forth, all game long, good defensive plans. I, I, I know most people want to see the offense, but when two teams are just evenly matched, yeah. it's, it's a beautiful thing to see. Unreal. It, it is confirmed he did win the Super Bowl MVP. He probably deserved it. Oh, three straight, first ever. No one else you could give it to, really. He's Who unreal. No, not really. I'm just giving you the point. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, what's the... Th- okay. No, it's two straight. Two, two no, straight. no, no, no. He's going... As in winning Super Bowls. So, so the Chiefs have won three Super Bowls, <laughs> right? Mahomes was the MVP of all three. No quarterback ever has won three straight Super Bowl MVPs. So, like, like even though like the Patriots the won all those Super Bowls, Tom, it was like Tom Brady, Tom Brady, then it was like Julian Edelman. Right. Then Tom Brady again. Like he never won three straight. Uh, this is correct. Oh, right. Okay, okay. And then like Joe Montana with so the Niners. It was like Joe Montana, Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, gotcha. Joe Montana again. No quarterback has ever won three straight Super Bowl MVPs. Mahomes is the first. What a fucking badass, dude. What a badass. That's, that's our quarterback. That's our verbiage is off. That was our first mm. like Love it. Game winning, like walk off, walk off win right there, which I I didn't even put that together with with each other. Yes. I've ever been a part of with you guys. So, yeah, because the Eagles, we knelt down. And the Niners, the Niners, like we had the Damian Williams. Like we knew when it was game over, we're kneeling on it or we're doing something. There they are. There they are. Ah, Swift sighting. Here we go. Drink again. (laughs) Swifty. Taylor Swift wins her first Super Bowl. Is she getting a ring? She yeah, better. she she's gonna get a ring. Travis Kelsey better drop to a Super Bowl ring right now. It might not be a Super Bowl ring, but it might not be a. Dude, a year from now, <laughs> start, of next I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie. Like, yes no. I'll give it the over. Okay, over I'm gonna go I'll with take it. it. Yes, I haven't been done by December, so they they've exceeded that. I'm not gonna lie. She, I think she's a real deal. I think she was a real oh, deal. Oh, that was straight lips, baby. Yeah. I think she's a real deal for Travis. I'm just saying. Um, they like, they the like, like, love each other. Yeah. yeah. The L word has so, been dropped. Yeah. Here, not to step all over your game winning walk off thing. Uh, last year, Butker kicked a 27 yard field goal with eight seconds left to put the Chiefs ahead. <laughs> so, <Okay>. false. But, <laughs> so but false. did we was, kick off after that? It was basically. Or was it over? We knew he was making that kick. Yeah. I mean, we were celebrating by like chest bumping and throwing each other to the ground because <laughs> it was over. It was over. We won the game. Yeah, that will never Out, I will fight you That'll outside right now. This is going to be a fun drive I, home. I will, I will say I was like I did. I've only gotten down to tears in two games. It was the Packers versus the Seahawks, which was a completely blown game, and that was heartbreaking. And then the Chiefs versus the Patriots, which I dubbed the heart attack game. Yeah. Because 
we that would have been our first Super Bowl appearance in 50 years, right? Yep. So like that was heart wrenching. <sighs> I I was yeah. like. I was missed like a tear did not come out, but my eyes were watered. Like the second we scored that touchdown, and it, and even the, even the broadcast immediately just put up like Chiefs Super Bowl <laughs> champion because of course like the Niners only kicked a field goal, therefore like the game's over. There's no reason to say like oh yeah, there's like four seconds left or whatever. Right. Like I just saw that and I immediately was like, I am with my four best friends. We are three and zero. Yep watching the Super Bowl together and that was the overwhelming emotion for me was the three Kansas dads coming together the Eric Berry jersey coming in the clutch for coming the third out, time Alan Rorick I'm the third by the way I'm the third time chip chip chug champ I don't know if we announced that on the podcast get out of here. three straight by the way yeah it's like it was all meant to be yeah and I I, I was just in tears this is one of like the first Super Bowl will never be replicated. I will say that. But this is top five days of my life right here. Boys, I love this. Absolutely. Love this. Absolutely. Like, I was jumping up and down with you guys. And like, the, I went and looked. Day up. I got married. Day Mary Kate was hey, born. Dude, hold on. The day the Chiefs won the first Super dude, Bowl. Hold on. I know. This Super Bowl. Jeez, you're a terrible I'm what sorry. What the hell, dude? I'm drunk and I'm excited. Okay? I'm drunk and I'm excited. I was looking at you guys and, like, trying to explain. And you guys already knew how excited I was. And I looked at my Can wife. Can I say one thing real quick? No. no, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and looked over at my wife. And I was finally able to experience this same exact moment that we've had the last three years, two years, whatever it was. And experience with my wife for a second. And I wanted to cry. I wanted to cry. Did I? No, I didn't. But I wanted to. And it was because, like, the fact that we have never, her and I have never experienced that moment that quickly watching the game. And so it was a cool experience for me. Sorry I didn't cry, baby. But, uh. I love that. But. (laughs) But here we go. It almost got me. Was watch my main man Jeff Goldblum in all those commercials. He's <laughs> not in early Wicked. on and in Wicked. You guys need to check it out uh, in theaters. I think I think early spring. Thanksgiving. I'm so glad you. I love that guy. That's great. Sorry, I sent a picture of my fam. Yeah. All right. Should we uh, Should we go ahead with the end of this podcast? I think we should. Love you guys. Layton. Alan. Love you guys. <laughs> Same. Love you guys. Hannah. Love you guys. All right. I love you guys. Mark with the love you guys. Thank you so much. Cheers. Yep. There, there's my, my drop. That's the only drop I'm going to have. Okay. Are you ready? Thank you so much for listening to In the Middle, Season 6, Episode 1 of In the Middle Podcast. We are Chiefs Super Bowl victories, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) thank you for listening to Season 6, Episode 1 of the In the Middle Podcast. We are the back-to-back 
Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Close this out, Sipe. Thank you for watching. Let's go. I should have been more professional right there. Be sure to subscribe on Twitch. Backslash in the middle underscore podcast. Or check us out wherever you get your podcast to support the show. Head over to our Patreon at patreon.com backslash in the middle of podcast. That's capital I T M P. Sipe, take it away because I'm out of breath. If you want some of our merch, we have just created a t shirt that is ITM podcast chip, chip, chug t shirt. So if you want to get that, go over to our podcast. Uh, Stream elements, and you can find that in our store. It, dude, it is fire right now. It is so fire that I'm gonna bring the energy back. You can check us out on our link tree to access our Facebook, our Twitter, or also called X. You can find us on all the socials and other links. Sipe, Mark, do you have anything else? No, because we're talking about chaps. Caleb, you have anything else to finish? I got nothing. Up? Alan? Jeeves. Nah, he said no. He says no. I don't know how anyone tops that, truly. Take us out of here! Thank you for listening to our first episode of Season 6. He's Guys, so we are super freaking excited. We just won the Super Bowl, so. Love you guys, and we'll talk to you later. Mark? Ha! 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 Ha!